This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. I'm ZD Donahue. We're a little had to didn't get started right away when we got up here in the studio because ZD was answering lots of questions about her brand new refinished metallic dresser. My furniture makeover. She is my furniture she's be redo. A furniture influencer is what she's Well, you know, she's like, I sorry used, I have to talk I, to my public. I should say I used to do a lot of furniture. I've always done a lot of furniture, I guess. I mean, I've never not. I got like, a hutch to do. Like, yeah. <laughs> From a year and, ago. you know, that tea cart that I, like, sort of disassembled and put it back together and then repainted yeah. it in, uh, um, I was like, well, that sure got chipped up. That's really, like, and what did I do? It's like 20, 15 yeah. years old. 20- I, I, and this is why you date things. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And this is why, even when you make something, like, I used to, like, I write it on the pattern uh-huh. when I made it, or I'll make a note and put it in the pattern envelope and say, you know, purple paisley, you know, 2021. Right. Because I looked at the date on that tea cart and it was 2003. Oh, so, there you go. Okay. So it's been 18 years. Oh my God, 18 years. years. <laughs> it's almost 20 years old. Yeah, it's got a chip or two in it. No, like I, mean, I remember you doing a lot of this when I was like in middle school. I was into chairs. Yeah. But that one chair does not have one chip on it. It looks beautiful. Yeah. You know, my crazy hey, chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so speaking of um, but, documenting projects, right. or do you have something else well, to say? Well, I was just going to say, I do the same thing with my clothes. Like, yeah. I'm like, man, those leggings, they didn't last at all. You know, and then I'll see a picture <laughs> like on Facebook and it's like, oh, they're seven years old and I wore them like crazy. Yeah, you know? I've got an easy tee that's made from this linen cotton blend and it's got, it's the dark birds with the yeah. pastel blue and pink Yeah, and it's faded over time, right? right. And then uh, somebody made a dress out of the fabric I saw in a group and I wanted to be like, well, just so you know, that's going to fade, you know, <laughs> or I wasn't going to like do that. Yours but is I was like, new. Yours is a hundred yeah, years like, old. Yeah, I was like, oh, mine is like five years old <laughs> no, and I, I think I wore it like twice a week there for a while because that's my MO. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, so. One reason I repainted this dresser for, for everybody's information was I'm. We totally have rehabbed the master bedroom and bathroom, and then so I started painting furniture too. We've redone all the trim, and it's an antique trim that my husband had pulled out of another house, and all that. So anyway, we don't just like paint a room. You know, we have to gut it and May go as all well over rewire again. Right. the place. Yeah. Well, actually, we did some of that too. I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, I you, I lost my thought. Oh oh, so I bought I bought a like bedspread comforter thing set, right? Yeah. I'm like, it's just not right. I just don't like it. You know, I bagged it back up. I mean, it took me like two sets. I actually I didn't even put it on the bed. I laid it on the bed, right. like without you know unfolding it. Bagged it back up, you know, and I was like, I gotta come up with something. I've been looking at all these pictures and everything. And finally, I was like, well, I've gotta just gotta like put something on the bed. 
So I go to my stack of comforter quilts, you know, and I put this thing on the bed. And my husband says, that actually looks pretty nice. And I go, well, it's not quite right. And he goes, well, where did that come from? I said, I bought that for my mother when she was dying. Oh, God. Okay. So it's 40 years old. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I just Hillary retired the sheets. Yeah, Hillary it will was, be 40. <laughs> it was, it, so, you know, she, what happened was now she was coming home to die. Uh-huh. And they actually had just bought a new house. Uh-huh. Okay. It's all, all this is really sad. So, new house, she's coming home to die, you know, and, you know, she's got this newly, like, house with an old bed. So, I you know, I thought, she's going to be in this bed a lot. Yeah. So I buy her these sheets with this magic comforter and all this, you know. And that's it. It's 40 years old. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I take good care of stuff. You do take you good know? care of stuff. You're good but at that. I, and I didn't have to date that because I had a memory from when I bought it. Right. But. So, well, that's a little segue into <laughs> our topic for today. Hey, that was only four minutes of tangent. Oh, good. What did we get in there? Furniture refinishing. Right. Family history. Death. Did, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we just, we yeah. pack it in, guys. Hillary's 40. Uh, yeah, Hillary's going to be 40. Wait, is she going to be? She'll be 41. She'll be 41. She was born in 80. Yeah, she was born in 80. Now everyone knows when Hillary was born. Yeah. Um, so Derek's going to be 40. She's right. going to be 41. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, okay, our podcast topic for today is that I asked a cool question in the Facebook group that I just think, I think it's a great question. That's why I asked it, because I think I'm amazing, uh, <laughs> is what's a sewing mistake that you seem to make over and over again, no matter how hard you try to avoid it. And I, in this episode, we may offer a couple of solutions, but I also just want to commiserate. It's not, we're, I don't expect you, if you contributed to this post, and then we give you a solution to never make the mistake again, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I just, we're not, sometimes you need someone to listen not fix, right? Right. So listen instead of solve. So I just think that this is a hilarious topic, and everyone gave some really good. Okay, answers. I want, I want, I want to put a disclaimer in here. Yeah, I think because I'm so old, I made my mistakes like when I was like your age, and I can't, and I and I sort of fixed them, These and I reached perfection. Well, no, I've done like workarounds to make sure I didn't well, do them anymore. No, I think you might have some advice to offer, and I've yeah. noticed. I can remember that there are some mistakes I used to make a lot, and I've gotten right. over them. I, I think yeah. I've, I think I sort of, you know, got the things where okay, you label this this way, you never not do this right. or whatever. Yeah. So I have, you know, so I can't remember, you know, I don't remember making a lot ex- of mistakes recently. Yeah, you're not expected to contribute in that way. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You can. You I can just, just want to say I'm not perfect. I already made the mistakes and forgot them. Yes. Yes. That's what I want to say. Okay, my mistake, which I think I'm in the process of getting over, is what is exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I think I'm in the process of getting over this, is whenever I'm tracing a pattern, I am pretty darn meticulous about transferring all the markings. Like, I only had to make that mistake once. Because, you know, don't yeah, transfer your markings. You over. Yeah. And then you have to go get out the pattern again. Right. Like, that one, I was pretty good about, right. you know, learning my lesson once from that. But the thing that I would always forget to do is to note the size that I am tracing. tracing. Because that's not written in the labeling information. Right. So right. I'm tracing the Jessica blazer right now, Closet Core Jessica blazer. And I'm like, 
CC patterns, Jessica Blazer, piece number four, this, that, the other thing, all views, blah, blah, gonna put a welt pocket mark here and here and here right. and here, gonna put all these notches. I mean, you know, with something like a blazer, there's it's all more, these. It's a lot of detail. There's a lot of little yeah. mark, actually, and I am making it out of, you see that fabric over there? Do you think that's maybe the world's hardest fabric to mark, Mom? The the black yeah. one. Yeah. Don't you think? Uh-huh. Yeah. So so I really need to be meticulous about this, and I'm, I'm well aware. But then I'm, like, doing the whole thing, and I'm making the size. Did I say the 12? Yeah. I'm making the 12. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I checked it before right, the podcast. Right. And so I'm as I'm tracing, I'm trying to find the 12 line. I'm right. trying to find the 12 dots. I'm trying to find the 12, you know, markings, right. the the mark for the roll line of the So 12. you have referred in your brain to the size a million times. Constantly. But you don't write it down. But then if I don't write it down and then I go back and I'm like, well, what the hell size did I make? And that's really yeah. important because if my size changes, right. see, this is super duper handy because if you're like, made this blazer a year ago and now I am... I think a couple sizes bigger or a couple sizes smaller. Right. Well, you've already done some or, testing. Or <laughs> I would have liked it a little bit smaller in the hips. Yeah, you yeah, know. exactly. I thought it was right then, but after I've worn it, maybe now I'd, I'd rather have this. Yeah. Well, and I think also, so yes, it's like I'm constantly thinking about the sizes I'm tracing, but then I don't write down it. And right. Now, now I, I did, I did that on the first pattern piece. And then the subsequent ones, I've been really good about it. So I think I'm in the process of getting over this continued mistake because – but you know why I think I um, maybe got out of the habit? It's because we have just been doing so much self-drafted stuff and well, self-drafted content. Well, I was going to say, see, I rarely – I, right. I do so much self-drafting. It's not a size. To what For me, what you it is – You write down your body measurements. Or, the, yeah. I put my body measurements on there and a date. And actually, so probably putting my body measurements down is thing of those isn't a bad idea because technically, according to their size chart, I'm the size 14. Uh-huh. This is why I was getting confused between the 12 and the 14. So, but you're doing the 12. But I'm doing the 12 yeah. because I looked at what did I look at, Mom? The finished measurement. Yeah, the finished garment measurement right. table. See previous podcast. Right. Uh, I looked at that table. And I took our easy check tape measure, and right. I did the trick around the bust. Right. And I did the trick around the hips, because I think technically I should have been a bigger size in the hip or something. I can't remember right. what it was. But I was like, no, I think I'm going to go with the 12. I do want this to be a little fitted, a little more fitted mm-hmm. here, you know, and I'm not going to wear it over, like, a bulky sweater or something. Well, so, and I, you know... I mean, I know that I know out. that we are on mistakes, <laughs> and we should move on to what's the next mistake somebody makes, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But you cannot put too much information on a pattern. That's so true. You cannot. No. You just can't because you don't know why, or you're going to use it next. Mm-hmm. You don't know when or why or for whom. Yeah. No, you just right? never freaking know. So you know, just <laughs> and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I've written stuff down, and I was like, why? Why did I write that down, you know? And then later I wound up using it. Yeah, yeah I like, wish I was better. And we should move on, like you said. Right. I wish I was better about keeping a log of projects with notes and stuff. And actually, I find this also with knitting because I'll mm-hmm. put something down for months yeah. and come back to right. it. And, and I wish that I would have 
something, you know, written right. written down something. And I think I'll remember it. So I so believe that in the moment. I know. I know you do. But then actually you need to remember other things. So you have to like move that to the right. back of your brain or something. Right. When I was, um, especially show, show choir, okay? Uh-huh. Show choir is a group of people. And generally part of them stays the same group of people, you know, for two you or three years. You have them for three years. Right, or like four. I yes, have yes. Rachel for this three years, mm-hmm. although I had Lindsay for, you know, two of those three years or right. whatever. And a lot of those uh, same actors, so to speak, were in, like, school plays and things, too. So sure. there was these were a lot of people that were being costumed. And I actually have notes on things that say things like, you know, um, Kara is two inches longer in the waist, but she is a alley. Yeah, right. So, so like they, like that, they yeah. could, I could wear the, like I could make the same thing for them and just add like two inches. And that, I, I what I'm thinking of, it was in length. It was mm-hmm. torso length. Otherwise, they were. So see that that's where you get into. Why doesn't the pattern fit me? Right. They were the exact same measurements, but. Kara had a tall, you know, a longer torso. Longer torso, yeah. right, right. No, that's that's so true. It's like wish I could just write. But what I, I thought, I just thought, <laughs> you know, the year that we did, um, what was the, what was the musical with the car? Um, crazy for 40, you. Crazy for you. I was going to say forty seconds, but crazy I mean, for you. They're almost the same thing. You know, I had to make all of the all those costumes for yes. all those girls. You know, and they were like leotards, and you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, so-and-so's leotard is, you know, a half inch wider, longer here. But, you know, it worked. Well, And I had lines on the patterns where I folded them down to the right yeah, people and up and to the right you, people. You know, you made those leotards and I used them like 10 years later. That's right. Or seven or eight or whatever yeah, years later. Yeah, that's right. And that's we were right. like, okay, well, will Becca fit in a yeah. Victoria? Yeah. You know, like in a, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, I we, bet Sam will fit in, you know, <laughs> Sue's. You yes, know. exactly. Yeah, it was funny. Okay, let's move on to another few mistakes here that are listed. Donna, crotch, 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 Donna. Crotch, Donna. Crotch, crotch, Donna. crotch, 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 crotch. She says, I sew practically everything upside down or inside out, at least one piece, always. <laughs> really? Okay. This is where, does anyone else do this? Tell me in the comments. Does anyone like chant to themselves while they're sewing? Like repeat it? I'm like, right sides together. Right side. So, uh, or I I'm do doing a that when I go like to the cupboard. I go beans, beans, yeah. beans. So like yeah, I, I, I won't be standing in front of the cupboard going, I know it's out here. I just don't remember what no, it was I wanted. What happened with when I was making that sparkly maternity outfit and I had just enough fabric to make the sleeves if I cut them the, the right way. Half in half, like right, if I cut right. them halvesies, okay. Right, so right. like, okay. That, sorry if that doesn't make any sense. But it like, doesn't have to. I don't. I couldn't cut the whole the sleeve out of one piece of fabric. It had to have a seam, and so I put crystals in those seams. Anyway, I was like, Mallory, you got a mirror image right. these sleeves. Mirror it, like because I was just chanting it to myself. So Donna, I have gone before to my sewing machine, chanting either right sides or wrong sides together, depending on you know because French seam right. time. Right, you're used to doing right, wrong, exactly. right sides together. You know, I'm like wrong sides together, wrong sides, you know, or whatever. So yes, the chanting can help sometimes. Well, and they're too labeling. Sure. Yeah. So, so yes. I mean, you know, uh, like um, your painters tape trick. A pain, and... you know, painters tape man. You know, we're out of painters tape. What? Yeah, I couldn't find Cannot it. Be. I think I know who's borrowed some. But anyway, I mean, um, it's maybe been four or five years since we've bought painters. It's tape. okay. <laughs> 
Did you date the roles? I should have. So I knew. Yes, I should have. Oh, well, I think I want to buy like a beeper tag to put on everything. So I know when somebody takes it. But anyway, when I like, what did you ask for the other day? And it was. Right there. Not the zipper pulls. That was Oh, it was something that was there. There was something, and I was like, I think it's right here. Not the zipper parts? Not the zipper parts. It was something else that was I also described the package they were in as the wrong size. It it was, I described it properly, except that it was like half the size. Okay. Okay. Okay, anyway. So, labeling helps. Can help. Okay. (laughs) Or if you're at a point, you can label that point that goes, check your notes. You can even just, like, write that well, on, a, on a piece of okay, tape. Okay, this is something I want to mention. A lot of people right. mention putting sleeves in incorrectly on here. Like, they're putting them wrong side to right side. And it's I think it's because they have the garment turned inside yes. out and yeah. the sleeves turned inside out and all that stuff. And that's when the chanting of right sides together, together. gets mm-hmm. me. Because I'm like, as long as it's right sides together, it can't be... Like the wrong sleeve, and, right? And I can have it because you can put That's sleeves correct. in so many different ways, right? right. Like correct. Even you can put them in flat a couple different ways. Right. You can put them in all put together a couple different ways. And so, yeah, that's when my chanting of right sides together comes in handy for sure. Okay. <clears throat> I did put an invisible zipper in one time. It was like three o'clock in the morning, and I put it in and ripped it out like four times. And I think actually I put it in right the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But I was so like dazed. <laughs> I'd done so. I mean, and that was probably you know the four hundredth zipper I'd put it in my lifetime. So, but it was really funny. I'm like, I think I had this right the very first time. But anyway, um, Haley of the Bones and Bobbins and the Very Serious Crafts podcast says I overstretch elastic. Sigh. That is something I don't do it all the time. I do it on certain things. I don't. I don't do it every time I use elastic. So how do you overstretch? What are you doing? Oh, I don't know. Let's, I just need you to listen, not solve, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> Support, not solve. <laughs> oh, these two are really good. Lisa and Christina. Okay, Lisa says, cutting threads too close to my sewing machine needle, leaving too short a tail. Yeah, that's bad. Then forgetting to tuck it under the foot of the machine yeah. when I start the next scene. Oh, my gosh. I just, you know, just pull that stuff away clip very leave a seven inch tail <laughs> I, I you know people sometimes will worry about saving thread uh-huh but what they do is wind up wasting so much time right so right. i would rather waste thread personally yeah but we used to save our little thread snippets and stuff like that yeah, we did. and then we would incorporate them into designs the whole well and thing. christina says thread nest at the start of a seam i know better and still manage it so these two things are kind of right. linked if you can very leave that similar nice long tail that that you can then hold right. you don't have to do that on every sewing machine but uh right you know i think maybe on lisa and christina's uh, it can be <laughs> Denise says, marking a stitching line just a quarter inch off somewhere. Ooh. You know, I'm pretty good. Which makes it a half inch after that, you sew it. Yep. And then if there's one on the other side corresponding to it, now it's an inch. Or if you, yeah. Yeah, if so if you, let's, or. You just took it in an inch. Yeah. What if you've got a princess seam shift that's got oh, whatever. Oh, that's really six, bad news. Then you're yeah. like three inches off right, or whatever, right. you know, big, big time. Yeah. I'm pretty good about the whole seam allowance thing. Like. Like getting, I think I am too. Even seam allowances. Uh, I have seen people before helping in classes, and I'm like, like they're just, it's just all over the place. And so I have to come up with a way to say like, so the seam allowance has not been respected in this instance. Like I don't know what to say. Like, 
<laughs> so it's not going to go together if it's a quarter inch here. Instead of, you really screwed this up. And yeah. an inch here, and right. it's supposed to be five-eighths of an inch here. I'm like, yeah, we're going to have to do that again. Oh, and That's funny. this is, um, so on Facebook, she's Song Sosowski, <laughs> but I know her real name's Gail. Okay. Okay. She says, I seem to find a new and improved mistake to make every time I sew. <laughs> and I love that. Yes. That yeah. happens too. And that's why it's like, so I like, I like to cook, but recently due to the pandemic and work schedules and like depression, I haven't done as much cooking and I'll go back to make something I've made a million times. And recently I've made some mistakes. And you mistakes. leave something out. Or, yeah. Something, or something, or something you wrong. know, something like that. And I was like, well, I'm a little out of practice. Don't you remember when the pandemic first started, I kept leaving things in the oven. Mom, do you remember I did it yesterday? Like five times. No, no, no. Do you remember yesterday when you came and told me? <laughs> oh, no. Guys. No, okay. So I was we in, might have but some this is weird. problems but here. This is kind of weird because I was in my kitchen. It's really weird. Not yeah. having a problem. Good, I was doing some things. Okay, I was doing some things. And my kitchen was just fine. I had made some food. And then I can't I can't tell you all of that because I don't want to let the potato out of the bag. But anyway, so then I came upstairs. So my it's like my kitchen and then my laundry room and then in my laundry room it stairs up to the studio, right? Okay. So I'm going up the stairs to the studio and I'm like, I smell something like burning. And I and I and and Mallory's up here working and I look at her and I go. Have you left the iron on? And she's like, no. She says, well, I thought I smelled something too, but I thought it was you. I was like, <laughs> I was like Derek is finished cooking because right. he was like warming something right. up for dinner. And you were like, okay. And I was like, yeah, so iron's on. So I go back downstairs and I'm like, oh, I'm baking potatoes. Like she texts me, I'm baking potatoes. And I thought, is she just telling me this? Does she have extra potatoes? Does she want to give me a potato? And I was like, no, wait. You're telling me that was the smell that, the that smell. you came up and checked with me <laughs> no, about. No, no, I didn't come up. No, well, no, I, I, I did it. not come I, up to check. I, I came up to do something. You came else. up and then noticed. I, I, yes. And as I walked up the stairs, so it must have been like holding. No, like that's in what happened. So, it was my baked potatoes. They weren't burnt. They, you know, I honestly I just really started them, you know, but and they were delicious. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's take a break and come back and talk about other sewing mistakes. Edie, wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. Sew, sew, 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back. All right. So Mary says, I managed. We're back, Mom. <laughs> we're back. I managed to lap plackets and fly zips the wrong way over and over again. Oh, my gosh. That's the easiest thing, I swear, to screw and up. It is so easy to screw up. You know, you're looking at a garment on your table, and somebody, and, and in the instructions, no matter their best intentions, if they're like the right side of the garment as worn, and so I'm like turning around backwards, envisioning this thing on me. <laughs> You know, I, I remember I did this in high school. Yeah. I made a, a blouse uh-huh. and a button down. It was, well, it was like a Peter Pan collar, but it was like an Oxford blouse, right? Right. And I got it flipped. Yeah. Like it was going the man way instead and, of the lady way. Right. And this was in like the social group we had at the YMCA anyway. That sounds I mean, fun. Yeah, it was real fun. <laughs> but anyway, I didn't last long. This girl who actually I had been like a cheerleader with and everything, you know, and she comes up to me and she goes, oh, you flipped your placket. You're wearing a boy shirt. And I was like, even then I took like gender offense. You know what I mean? Like, why are you naming? Man, now nobody would even know. (laughs) Right. Why are you naming? Okay. It matters which way I button my shirt. Okay. Actually, it was exquisitely done. It was right. just wrong. Right. <laughs> or, or, or not. And, and maybe It was you. not the traditional. Is that what I should sure. say? Sure. There you go. But, but, like, honestly, why she called me out in front of all these people. Un- you know, and, and somebody went, what? Unacceptable. You know. Yeah. Uh, Casey says, buttonhole placement. I mark, I test, I bleep up. I, <sighs> I don't know if Sam has, like, a boop. A beep? Because if. She did. I would like say the word, and she could put it in there. So yeah, you know, it would be like a real show. Oh, you could frog uh, up. Yeah, there we go. Um, Lauren says, "I get excited to finish, and then don't sew straight. I'll end up s- sewing more than the intended seam allowance." <laughs> okay, well, remember how I said I was good at seam allowance? Sometimes when I'm doing a knit and I get a little off, I'm like, whatever, you know. <laughs> so I guess. I know when to be good with seam allowances, maybe what I should have said there. Uh, definitely when you get excited or you're in a rush, you can make mistakes. A lot of people on here are saying. Or that. tired. 
yes. In fact, um, I used to make it a rule that I didn't cut anything mm. after about 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Because cutting you cannot always fix. Right. You can take a seam out. You can take that zipper out four times, whatever, you know. But and that might be true sort of with buttonholes, too. You know, maybe you don't want to do those until you're like awake and alert you yeah you're like nourished and yeah yeah that's a good Uh, but yeah you know it's funny how you could be doing a repetitive task the same thing over and over but once you get tired you can screw it up yeah but cutting cutting is a good one because like you said you can't undo that you can't undo a cut so much in sewing i i'm always so surprised how much like can be fixed it's a total pain. Oh, I agree. And it, you but, know, like, how much you can rip out and, and back and, up your and, process. Right. And, you know, going back to the beginning of this podcast, you know, we're taking all this. Five years know, ago. Trim away and doing. <laughs> well, but, yeah, you know, doing all this stuff, you know, in renovating, you know, construction. And I, I always think, oh, my God, I cut this board too short. And yeah. I have so screwed myself. Uh-huh. Now I can cut it too long, but then if I cut it too long and I only need like it's a quarter of an inch nice, off, yeah. it's so hard to cut. Right. You know, it's like, but, and with sewing, now there is the paint or the carpenter's friend, caulk, you know, uh, yeah. if you're painting. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, sewing like, is forgiving. Is that what you're yes, trying or, to say? Or? Yeah. Are you usually, you have another scrap maybe? I don't know. I, of course, I always buy a lot of fabric. Maybe everybody else doesn't. But, yeah, I, I just feel like you can fix sewing. Yeah. Like, um, it's, I, yeah. I, I agree. And, I, and I'm not sure if that's forgiving or if it's just the whole nature of the thing, you know. But, yeah, it's, it's. Um, it's. A, I think it's amazing what you can fix. Um, not that you want to. I'm trying to think of the, there's a, there's a saying about, um caulk and painting i'm trying to think about it it's like a little poem I and mean, i can't okay well let me know yeah. if you remember that <laughs> and if it's yeah i can't remember and if it's it podcast appropriate yeah okay. oh it is i think it is <laughs> okay susan says i can i somehow catch extra fabric in the sleeve seam every single time um you have a really good tip for this you showed it right before we closed the shop um about only putting one set of like the easing stitches in and sewing from the top down on both sides. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I also have to say that I think some sleeve patterns are drafted crappily. Okay. I I I'm, I've seen I am some. I am certain of this because sleeve drafting is is um freehand. Yeah, it's it's right? like it, there's not a real for, there's not a real yeah. formula. There's not <laughs> there's not like oh this curve does this much that no. It is an art. Okay. And I remember I was making actually tuxedos. Can you imagine this? Uh-huh. I was making white satin tuxedos and I could not get I had I'd cut all the sleeves, but I was doing like the first, you know, sleeve set in. And I could not get the sleeve to set. And I thought, I must have cut this wrong. So I went to another size. Uh-huh. <clears throat> you know, I took another another body, you know, body of the tuxedo and another sleeve and I couldn't set it. Yeah. And I thought, I sew better than this. Right. I know I sew better than this. <laughs> I don't normally have this yes, problem. I know yeah. I sew better than this. You know, this is a tailored garment. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking through it. I've been marked you know, it's this I haven't rushed this or anything and 
every one of those it was like 16 sleeves yeah 32 sleeves you had to recut them or something i did yeah none of them i had to redraft is what i had to do Right, right. So right. the sleeve was cut. The sleeve cap was like too skinny, too narrow. Mm. Like, and, oh, and, and yet it was sort of <laughs> bunch at the top. It was terrible. And it was in the satin. So it was just awful. And I redrafted it and it was great. And that was it. And now, I, was I don't like, know if I have. And a... I was like, how did this happen? I don't you know, know if I have a really good. Now, of course, on knit sleeves, like, psh, do whatever you want and make it yeah. fit, you know. Uh, but. I have seen some stuff in some woven sleeves, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think this is actually drafted super well. Um, but, I, I, yes, I will just commiserate. I can't solve completely this problem. But just know sometimes it may not be completely you. Uh, Anne says, not cutting accurately enough and then following the cutting line because I'm too lazy to mark a stitching line. Okay, well... I, I, so I don't mark stitching lines like on every one of my pattern pieces, uh, but yeah, when you get your cutting down, you can really save yourself some time. Like accurate cutting is almost, what do I want to say? It's a skill and a time saver in itself. Oh, we have a little, ZD, what were you doing? You're looking at okay. your phone. I actually Googled the saying because I could think of two of the words in it. Right. Or three. It was caulk and ain't and paint, right? But okay. I was like, how does that rhyme goes? So it's caulk and paint make a carpenter what he ain't. <laughs> or what she ain't. What she ain't. Yeah. What they ain't. <laughs> that's so funny. anyway, that's, you know. Um, I love that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, what is that in stitching? Like, what is yeah, that in sewing? To, uh, yeah, Like I knits know. and... <laughs> Knits and something else. Magic markers help. Knits and well, Sharpies. I, I think, yeah, Sharpies and embroidery, for yeah, sure. Yeah, there we go. Right. Rhinestones, Rhinestones and knits. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Or, you know, ruffle. You add a ruffle, there right? You, go. you add some trim. There I mean, that, that's all caulk is, that's right? right? It's a filler. It's, yes. It's a filler. Okay, so not cutting out. Yeah, accurate cutting. If you can get that down, that can make your life so much easier. Um, That, that would be something I'd work on. So know. if you have something like... 90 uh you know you're doing fabric that costs 400 dollars a yard yeah. <laughs> and you're not sure about the sleeve cap or something or oh, the pattern yes there you honestly go. i would i would just you know if you think the pattern's okay and you you're not doing you know say you you didn't do a real muslin yeah i would try to do the arm side and the and the sleeve because i have really come across that being a problem sometimes yeah. and like you know i can set almost any sleeve yeah we can make anything work yeah. right I, can, I mean it's well because the sleeve has a lot of cut on the bias so right I, so usually there is not a problem getting then and that's one reason it doesn't have to be a science yes i i yes okay so We'll just move on from that because I think there's maybe that's a whole podcast right. in itself. Um, but Rachel says, when attaching a sleeve, I match the wrong seams or notches. <laughs> the historical patterns I used aren't marked clearly, and I always have to figure out if I'm matching back seams or front seams because it changes. I've been known to have random people try on my bodices so I can check the sleeve placements. Ooh, you know, when you're working in a historical or a garment or like a costume that's got shapes you're not familiar with that's challenging yeah and historical sleeves are also weird <laughs> usually don't have the right amount of ease in them they're usually tight honestly they're squared off they're sure. not um they they're it, okay 
So if you go back and study garments, you'll see that the sleeves are either huge and voluminous and have a lot of gathers <laughs> like in them. like tied on, you know. <laughs> because people didn't know how to get a sleeve to fit, okay? Or they're like sort of squared off and boxy. And it looks great on. You just can't move you your arms move. upward. That's right, right. right. That's right. So, so the, the history of sleeves... It, Somebody should just do, you know, the oh, quirky history you of know, sleeves. I bet that's out there. We should look that yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, Becca says, notching the center, transferring pattern marks, changing the plate from a single punch to normal. Ooh. Uh, and for techniques, I'm oh. still struggling to master surging the underarm area without it slipping out. Yeah, notching, oh, sorry, notching the centers and transferring the pattern marks. Like I said, I think it only took me like two patterns to be like, man, this sucked. You know, <laughs> so I've got that down. <laughs> changing the needle plate, you know. I don't do that a lot. So, I happened to watch a snippet off of a PBS sewing show. Yeah. I don't know why, but um, it was. And they were making a knit garment. And she was, in the moment, top stitching on this knit with a decorative type of stretch stitch. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. So, it was moving. The needle was moving. Right from from east to or from east to west. Yeah, yeah. Right, not just going in a straight line. Uh-huh. Right, and she says, so if you ever have trouble with knits, you know, getting bunched up or going down in your needle plate, just switch to your single hole plate. Yes. Now, I don't think she meant sure this. Yeah, but there's it's dangerous. Yeah. Well, you can't. Uh, you cannot have a multi motion stitch. In a straight needle plate, everybody. I mean, and one would argue that many seams on a knit are sewn with a zigzag. Almost all. Because, okay, the only thing I can think of is a triple stretch. Which I do not enjoy. And I can see a hem on a knit that doesn't have to stretch. Right. 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 But what I'm saying is I really did not think. And she kind of, you know, she said it sort of off the cuff while she was making this wide stitch. And I thought, she might be leading someone in the wrong direction here. Yeah. So if, you know, you can only do a straight stitch in a single hole needle plate. That's all you can do. If all you have to do. Hold on. Let's switch that sentence around. Okay. Because what it should actually say is, with a single hole needle plate, you can only do a straight stitch. Because you can do a straight stitch with a zigzag needle plate, too. The way you said it at first was. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes, yes. So once you put on that single Single yes. hole plate. Uh-huh. It's a straight stitch, everybody. Think about it. If the needle's not going down that hole, it's breaking. Right, right. <clears throat> and not only, you're lucky if the needle breaks, you're unlucky if it screws your machine up. Right. Uh, Robin says, forgetting to notch the center before I open the fold. Ooh, yeah. Who taught her getting, that? Well, getting, getting yeah. like, reminded of your mistake in the middle, right after you could have fixed it. Right. Um, Rachel, or Rachel, um, wrong, there is a Rachel. Uh, Mary says, cutting my waistbands on my jeans too small, my organs actually need room to function. <laughs> and someone references measuring your waist while you're sitting down, and that can be really helpful for a lot of people. eat and then measure yourself. Yeah. Well, okay, we just talked about this in the last podcast episode, and I did get a little bloated. We had, like, you know, some restaurant food a couple nights in a row, and uh, did I go measure myself right away? No, I did not, but I should have. <laughs> um, Rachel says, not hand basting a zipper first. Whenever I skip this step, it always takes me twice as long in the end. Yes, that's not something I do, but I'm sure there yeah, I don't are either. things that I do. That but it depends. Do. There's certain fabrics where I use um, oh, that wonder, wonder, tape. wonder tape. Yeah, yeah. wonder tape. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. That to like if I do a zipper in a knit, I usually use wonder tape. Yeah. Um Lynn, th- I can identify with Lynn on this one. This is me. When trying to squeeze out a pattern out of not quite enough fabric. <laughs> I cut out one on one layer of fabric. I sometimes cut without being sure I have the correct number of right and left sides. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there before. So a way, to, a way to avoid that is when you cut your first piece, then you you pin it to your pattern piece. And then when you go to cut it the next time, hopefully you'll know to, to put it on. Well, but she's saying she's trying to get the garment out of less fabric than recommended. Right. I thought she was saying like she was cutting each piece separately. Well, yes, but that's not her her problem is she's not she doesn't have enough fabric. Her problem is that is that I was thinking she was saying she doesn't have enough fabric to like fold it over and cut two pieces at once. That's what I was thinking she was saying. I mean, I guess that's possible, but she says sometimes I cut without being sure I have the correct number of right and left sides. So she's trying to calculate out what she needs and she doesn't have enough fabric. So she's trying to get this garment out of less fabric, but it's not like she has trouble flipping it over. She just is trying to skimp on fabric. Oh, I'm thinking she's saying she's accidentally cutting two right pieces, see? No, I don't think that's the problem. She's just saying when trying to squeeze out a pattern of not quite enough fabric... So she's cutting on one layer in order to conserve fabric. Because right. you actually can sometimes conserve yes. fabric. Yes. So she's doing that, but she still is not fitting. And she's saying. She's and just saying she it. Saying? She's not sure she has the correct number. It's not like she's. Oh, okay. Oh, that's another problem that somebody probably has written down on here. I remember Franny having trouble with this. If you are going to, what you're single referencing. Cut. Yes. If you're going to single cut, you have to flip pattern pieces right. over. Um, so you're saying to pin it. Leave it pinned on Leave there. Leave it pinned and on then you there. Know. Yeah, then right. you know. Then you know. I don't think that was the problem that she was talking about. Well, they're both problems. <laughs> they're both problems. Um, okay. Putting wrong sides together when sewing. Uh, getting the width and length correct when creating a neckband. Is it 85, 75, or 90? Is there a formula, an algorithm? I rarely get it exactly right. Depends on your fabric. Depends on your fabric. ZD- Depen- depends on the width. Of, of your band. band. Yep. It, yep. All that stuff. And so you cut you cut it and you manually sort of stretch it to, you know, the, neck the opening. Line. Yeah. And so see. ZD did a zigzag broadcast on sewing V-necks on mm-hmm. knits and she shows this, but we're going to do a hyper detailed version of okay. it in order to show what you need to be taking into account when drafting a knit neckband for any garment. Right. Any I garment. never cut a neckband before I have put the garment together. I mean, if I do, I overcut the mm-hmm. length so that I can fiddle with it. So it's not like I draft a neckband when I draft a pattern. Right. Okay, I don't have to because I'll, you know, when I get to the point that I need the neckband, I will then cut it. And then I will place it around to see if it's correct. Yeah. So so the 20% is usually what I have in my head. Mm-hmm. Or I'll tell somebody that's a good starting place. But if you have very little stretch, maybe, you know, that's that's too small. It, you t- know, it, it just depends. Pattern drafters have to give you something. Right. Um, and then they also describe what type what of fabric, fabric supposedly use. you're using. But then you go use, you know, fabric that's slightly right. different and things change, you know. So I would... I would always probably, on most patterns, go with the width of the neckband. 
that's a good thing to stick with. Yeah. You know, and um, but then I cut my neckband a little longer and do your technique. Um, and then Luana says rushing. That's the only time I make stupid mistakes. Well, I can make stupid mistakes any time, but they well, do increase. <laughs> or somebody distracts you. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do sometimes increase, but I just hate to say I think it might be a little bold of me to say that I only make them when I'm rushing. <laughs> if somebody distracts me, I will tend to do it. You know, like I'm in a process of thinking through something and they come in and, you know, interrupt that flow. Oh, Marina says sleeves inside out. Yep, yep. I that just, must be really I common. Gotta, I, I don't think, I don't think I knew it was that common. I think it's I think it's pretty common because of the bodice sometimes. Being inside out, you know, if then people get confused about mm-hmm. what's touching on the inside because they're worried about. I need to. I need to show people how to do that. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That okay. they won't screw it up. There's a way to. Well, you can be shown, but still, remember, you can still keep making your stupid mistake. It's well, okay. what I'm saying is, it's a process that <laughs> takes that mistake away. Right. Right. No, there are there are processes that mm-hmm. would take all of these mistakes away for yeah. sure. But sometimes you're just gonna still make the mistake, right? Um, no matter what you do. Not ZD, of course. She's she's past I'm all that. I'm just trying to figure out how why, why they do that. But go ahead. <laughs> well. <laughs> right ties together, guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, if you have any more sewing problems uh, or mistakes that you make over and over again that you'd like to share with us, you can do so in the comments section of this episode. You can get to us on Instagram. We are at SewHereCom. ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.